0: they're live greetings ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another ias podcast today we will be talking about the resident evil movies and we will be talking about the resident evil netflix show as well i am your host renegade operative and today i like to introduce my panel so first we have uh, dead man gaming also i heard that noise <laughs> so, that someone messing with like windows
1: uh. <laughs> no no my bad it's just uh, uh shoot
0: it's all you good. Dead go, go, go. man yeah, Deadman, yeah, introduce yourself.
1: Hey,
2: what's up everyone? I'm Deadman. I run a small YouTube channel and I like to like games. Um generally every game is good in its own way, most of them. And I like to point those out.
0: Oh, not battle tools, but I will talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> generally
3: <laughs>
0: Next we have Bernie.
3: Sup sup. Name's Bernie. Burn. Bernie Burns.
0: Whatever you want. Also, I... uh, Bernie, if you were typing, uh, there you have the mute because we can hear that.
3: Oh, it was. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Next up is Arlena Bloodgrave.
4: What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Arlena Bloodgrave. I am a cosplayer, a D&D advocate, and a small-time Twitch streamer.
0: Next up is Andre.
4: Yo, my name is
1: Andre B. Venom and um we're here to talk about, you know uh RE stuff, you know. The usual.
0: Alright, gonna introduce <laughs> our two guests. First we have Black Rock or Black Shadow. I don't know why I was thinking of Black Rock. <laughs>
5: yeah, that... I was about to say I was thinking he took that as an insult. <laughs> yeah,
0: we yeah, have mate. we have our own <laughs> Black Rock, so it's a little bit confusing. I'm sorry about that. Yeah.
5: I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah. Even everyone, yes. My uh, name's back. Shadow. Shadow is good. I've been playing many new games for, on my channel for about nine years. I've been playing them for even longer than that. Um, too bloody long, I think, probably. So hopefully I'll be able to give some expertise, at the very least, about what we'll be talking about today.
0: And next up, we have our new regular, Des. <laughs> Introduce yourself.
6: Uh, hi, my name is Des. I am a small Twitch streamer. play mostly scary games like to talk about scary games and movies and yeah <laughs> that's it
0: today she's very shy so today we're about to talk about Samari uh, <laughs>
1: yep <laughs> shy we're, we're in this together
0: and last but not least we have our resident reader here that's about to tell us about the Netflix show Mr. Dirty oh, Dan you lucky boy <laughs> yes i
7: am here to lose a bit of my spirit soul body reading whatever the fuck this junk is
0: <laughs> well yes. sir Hi, the floor is all yours uh tell us about this amazing adventure that netflix is putting out
7: oh sweet jesus <laughs> i'm probably not going to read the whole thing and actually going to stop at some points to ask you guys some questions see see what you come up with for answers so all right first point when the wesker kids wesker kids why? Why is that a thing? Who's been a
5: thing for about 12 years?
7: (laughs) I mean (laughs) Who Who else did Wesker get into a bed with? I (laughs) mean, there's Jake. I mean to to be
2: fair, a man's got his
7: needs. (laughs) I mean, I mean, yeah, but can Can this point a man? Yeah, can he be called a man? When the Wesker kids move to New Raccoon City. Again, <laughs> what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you have to new take City. it all in
5: one and then kind of disembaguate from there. Yeah, it is um, it is it is quite amazing.
7: Uh, oh my god. New Raccoon City, the secrets they uncover just might be the end of everything. Resident Evil, a new live-action series based on Capcom's legendary survival horror franchise, is coming to Netflix and will be gutted like a fucking fish.
3: <laughs> I don't think he said that last line. <laughs> like, oh, just oh that, that one time him. Why
7: why Netflix, why do you do that? Why why are you doing this to us?
2: Well, he I mean, it came him. out of left field, didn't it? We asked yeah. we- I will uh, I will say right off the bat, um I would I would think to at le- even though that sounds like a hot mess and it probably will be, I still want to give it the, the benefit of the doubt cuz the two I don't know if they've done any more but the two video game uh adaptations that they've done have been extremely good. Um I don't I don't think they've done anything else other than Castlevania and The Witcher, right? Uh yeah,
7: right. They're yeah, also the doing,
0: it, doing yeah. Dragon's Dogma which is coming out like later this month.
2: Yeah, it's coming Late, out this Later next month. Good. Well, I mean so so that one's going to be kind of to be seen and and granted, you know, it's not going to be the same directors or anything but um I, I would say how well both of those were received i i will at least be giving it the benefit of the doubt to see how much of a hot mess it could possibly be
7: which will still probably
2: I, be a lot i but... i told the,
7: i told this to, i told this to ren if there if there's like a trailer for whenever they show this off we should react to it see how bad just to see how laughably oh. bad oh it is. yeah for
1: sure I got my bingo card ready, and here's what I think going to happen. <laughs> Alright, yeah, um. Okay, Husker's so. Two teenage... oh. Go ahead. Okay. Oscar is two teenage girls. Black guy dies first. They live in Raccoon neighborhood. The PSAA are just random security guards. Chris is a hired hitman who casts people.
5: We I mean, know you got to uh, do is change some names, and that could be any film you want, really, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's mostly just a joke, mostly, but it won't surprise me because something
5: like this. I, I think what's going to end up happening here, there's there's going to be a theme, I think it's going to be coming uh, several times on this on this uh, podcast here, about people's thoughts about taking a source material something that's been going on for 20-odd years and sort of changing it and dispersing it into other media, which is something we're going to obviously talk about later on in this podcast. There are going to be people that are okay with that. There are also going to be individuals who think that you should never touch it. It's holy, sac- and to to mess with it is sacrimonious, and people should be killed for it. Um, and those people will not accept this even if it's the best thing since sliced bread is the problem I think it could actually be all right is the sad part I think there is as I say Netflix has um has previous in making these things work um it could also be an absolute disaster and it'll be amazing to see which one it turns out to be
0: okay so here here's my opinion on this real quick I'm not gonna be too long but It is a wait-or-see affair. I I do think that the main thing that people should realize is that there is a thing between good liberties or bad liberties. They've taken a lot of liberties in my favorite media all the time, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's like nothing completely one-for-one like the comics at all. But some liberties they took, especially with Thanos, they were good. In this case, I just don't get it because once again, Wesker's having more children and already that was kind of a plot point that I really did not like at all I mean you have this narcissistic man who is obsessed with destroying the world per RE5 and then he's like all about himself why would he pump out a baby it it, it makes no sense so now he doesn't
5: but, sorry,
0: go on. Go ahead, go ahead you can interject. As I was going to say,
5: it sounds absurd, but in about 20 minutes, we'll be talking about cloning projects, I think. So. That's, that's true. <laughs> Anything's on the yeah, table. That's, that's Yeah. That's
0: yeah. Really yeah. Thing.
5: Anything's on the table here.
0: It's just so weird because, you know, we've known these characters for years, and a lot of people care for them, and uh, to see them take it and then turn it into, they're going to New Raccoon City, and obviously their lungs aren't just Completely burnt out by them going back to Raccoon City in the first place. It's just weird. I want to give it a shot, but I have a feeling that considering all the stuff they've tried with Resident Evil, it's just not going to be an experience that I particularly want.
5: That's what it boils down to. Some people won't want this experience. They'll want RE as they know it in video games, and that people don't want some people don't want to see it in different mediums because they feel it hasn't gone very well well whether it has or not it's something you can definitely debate i
0: I will love a good take on resident evil that's just grounded you know you have these new survivors like i think uh residents of evil said it best where it's like uh why can't they just try to migrate something that's simple like outbreak where there's these survivors trying to survive in a desperate situation that's not tied to any of the other characters now i know they tried this with the movies but they Kind of took it a little bit too far because I know Alice started to become more and more powerful and it started getting a little bit more ridiculous, but we'll talk about that later on. Yes, any of Anyone yeah. else want to talk about the Netflix series in general?
3: I, I do. Oh, sorry, uh, I got a little something like as as that said, basically. Like, yeah, they have done some really good works, like, with The Witcher and Castlevania. But the problem that I think that I have with maybe the the reasonable uh, Netflix show is that it has been adapted before, like, in the movies and a lot of media. Uh, because uh, The Witcher and Castlevania have never been ever adapted. Like, we don't get anything to compare them. Like, you can say, hey, Castlevania, maybe, like, in Captain N, that doesn't count. Or uh, The Witcher with the original two thousand one Polish series, like yeah, that doesn't want, that one doesn't count too. So Resident Evil, I think that the main problem that they will have is that at least they can compare them to like the CGI films, the live action films, the manga, the novels. Like there are a lot of stuff that maybe they can let like, can people probably say like, hey, the Netflix show is worse than that. Or better than that. It, you think there's, there's going to be a perception issue? Yeah, like, uh, like they will have a lot to compare them. A lot of, of media and material to compare them. And I think that will be one of the main problems with, with the Netflix show. At least in my opinion.
7: To to add to that, if I can, it's like... It's a good thing to see that they're trying to go with something new. but it, But when it turns out to be something as ridiculous as this... I don't know. I don't. I don't really have that much faith in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, I have to agree with Dan because um, I don't know. I think usually when adaptations, it, sometimes you gotta take a risk with it, and it'll either work or it'll go against it. And but I think at the same time, at least try to keep true to the original material, you know?
7: Yeah.
6: That's yeah. That's how right. I feel. Um, like I, I'm, I'm. It, I'm not like ecstatic about it, but I do want to see where it's going to end up going. Um it's just it's just such a weird I guess take on like I feel like it could have been any character that had kids and they just decided, "Oh, let's make it Wesker and slap Resident Evil on it." You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. I I kind of wish that like <sighs> I wish that we could like get something like from like the main you know, like, the main games, you know what I mean? Like, it would just be cool to see, like, an adaptation of the games that's, you know, heavily reliant on them and doesn't just stray away completely, you know what I mean? So I suppose
0: something like the CGI movies? Sorry, what? Something like the CGI movies, because those are mostly canon to the games.
6: Mm, Yeah. It's just something, it would be cool to see it in, like, live action, though, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I, I also think that i mean resident evil is perfect for like something like an anime or something they could have done a series like that where you know live action it's a lot of work and a lot of effort that you have to put into it to make it right but i feel like anime they could do something in that genre that's actually really good and i don't know why they never did one or considered one since they have like a manga
6: I was gonna say, don't they have a manga? Like. Yeah, they do. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I've got full yeah, like,
5: books, books right with me. <laughs> I've got. <laughs> <them. Here's>, um, <laughs> nice.
1: I have a manga actually. Uh, DMC has a manga as
5: well. Mm. Manga's actually not too bad, to be fair. It's how they brought in peers and a few other bits and pieces. They're not too bad. To oh yeah. It's, oh, yeah. really good.
0: All right, so we have a commenter here. They said it sounds like they took the Wesker children arc and just ran with it. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't <laughs> disagree. Like, well, I, I thought it was interesting when they first showed it because I'm like, Wesker's a clone, he has this mystery to him, and they wanted to continue something off of that. But then they just decided to kill, like, almost all of them except two. And I thought that was weird. It was like Alex and Albert, like, together and that's it. Everyone else is dead. I guess in order to show that the virus was really... Um, something dangerous, and it didn't work for everyone. They decided to do this plot point, but still, I I, I wish they could have did something a little bit more with it than they did with the games. But I I did kind of enjoy where it went, but I want to see what happens with Alex. But that's like a little tangent of mine.
1: I'm still the whole getting, plot
3: uh, behind. I'm still thinking the same. Like sorry, but I'm I'm still having I'm I'm still wondering, what if this two girls aren't like albert wesker's daughter like like maybe people are misreading the things and maybe they will be like uh, another set of clones or maybe they are daughters of alex or maybe they are clones of. i
0: swear someone said this in chat like what if they do a bait and switch i i I would like it but i think it's not going to be as smartly written as people think it will be
5: there's a bait and switch yeah. coming Resident Evil-wise, but it's not with this. It's coming with something we're also talking about later on. Oh, yeah. Switches really risky.
1: That's this. kind of an issue. I mean, they can work, but just don't... How I put this, don't, like, do a lot of them because then you'll throw the audience I'm like, wait, yeah, what's... What? Huh? What is this? Yeah, if, it's, if it's well no, done, sure. well
5: produced, and well-timed, you can get away with it, but you overuse it, and you just alienate the audience. I I, so I suspect it's probably not the case. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's quite an its... open blank site they have to work with, to be fair. Oh,
1: yeah. It loses its uh, appeal after a while, especially when yeah. you see it coming so many
7: times. If Netflix yeah. really I... wanted... Or, sorry, you can go.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, in fact, I've kind of had this conversation with my boyfriend I think a couple of days ago. He and I were actually talking about the Netflix show, and I'm reading the Polygon article, and it says that it's got the writer for Supernatural, Andrew Dobb, and and uh, apparently, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And my boyfriend, he's, he, I'm saying his opinion on this. he He's giving it a little bit of a chance since they got, you know, some good people that are working on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah you go through the personnel, yeah. Yeah, there's but some, his... some off-decent
5: person on the job.
4: Yeah, yeah, but his main complaint is that. Uh, And, of course, I'm quoting uh, Doblin on this one. He says, Resident Evil is my favorite game of all time. Last time somebody said that something was their favorite series or whatever, they just butchered it. (coughs) Star Wars. (coughs) (laughs) 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 But, I don't know. Me, personally, and, of course, I think I'm I'm with you guys also on this. What they did with, like, the live-action movies. They kind of, like, twisted it and made it their own. And I'm just like, what the fuck? This mm. ain't even close to the games. It,
5: well, yeah, but that was that was a deliberate thing from the very start, which, again, we'll talk about later on. I, yeah. I think this mm-hmm. is worth at least a curiosity view, at the very least. Um, if not just to see a car crash oh, yeah. in action.
3: Um, I think... It, it might well be.
0: I think what's going to really be the test, so to speak, will be the atmosphere. Like we will this be something that's actually because you know re has changed over the years so we went from full-blown action, we also had survival horror, we went from differing camera perspectives. So some of the stuff will probably migrate over into the actual show itself in terms of is it going to be action? Is it going to be horror? I think that's going to be the deal breaker. Will they follow what the movies did? Will they try something different? It's just a variety of factors that is going into this and I really need to see like that first trailer, I think that's going to be the judgmental test for everybody. Yep.
1: And oh yeah, definitely.
3: <laughs> and and then suddenly the Netflix show co- comes out and it's a Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil sitcom.
0: Oh, uh, uh, if, uh, if it's if uh, it's a sitcom, would be, uh, I would be groan. Uh, uh, don't
6: give them ideas. <laughs> <laughs> they might yeah, be listening.
5: You don't know. <laughs> you might have Paul. An- Paul Anderson might be on this call, just don't, like right. The
2: Paul, <laughs> Anderson. no, no. Oh no, I've got to bring
3: him up later. I have things to say about that man. Uh, like imagine no, the, the the Friends intro, but were some evil characters. Oh that God, that, that one no. will be.
7: No, that that's just. <laughs>
3: yeah.
7: the guys,
1: Joel have a job at Subway serving sandwiches because uh-huh. God, a sandwich. Oh my they, god. They that,
7: sure.
0: I saw that coming from a mile away, by the way.
7: <laughs> I knew it. If, if I could just say this right now. Like
2: every Resident Evil conversation is always going to bring it back to Jill Sandwich at some point.
7: <laughs> no, I'm <sure>. It's
2: too <laughs>
1: iconic like, to bring, um, not bring up.
2: Oh, of course. I swear That's to a God. Um, I, actually, I actually do have two thoughts about the, uh, the adaptation uh, before I forget them um so part of the reason why i want to give this a chance for sure is mostly because it's a tv show rather than a movie because with tv shows you actually have like time to get things going for the most part um whereas you know with the movie you're like okay you have an hour and a half to two hours to get your one point across and and that's it whereas you know with the tv show you have you know we're guessing somewhere probably between 10 uh 10 to 12 episodes um with the potential for more seasons depending on how it goes so it's got you know i'm gonna guess they'll probably be like hour-long episodes so you've got somewhere in the range of 10 hours to tell a good story as opposed to like just the couple of hours you would have with the movie
6: i may be wrong but i think it was confirmed that it was it was eight episodes eight one-hour episodes and, yeah. Oh, okay. like I, I, was I mean, kinda...
7: that, still,
2: that still would be plenty.
5: Same idea.
6: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm... I want to give it a chance. And, and but... like,
2: it's, I totally get it. I, I'm kind of on the outside with Resident Evil. Like, I came in on four, so I've beaten four and five and not really much else. Um, I do plan on kind of starting a marathon sometime, hopefully, in the near future of, of all the games that I have. Um, but... Uh, I mean on the converse of that too it, it's the same thing with books whenever they club that in a movie it's like you have an excellent source material these you know these stories have or I'm sorry these games have good stories that can be told and so if you you know if you care about the story like you say you do like and, and you know you can still take creative liberties with the existing stories but like Why would you still not try to follow it closer? Like, um, I I know more about... Or, I'm sorry, I took that back. I also uh, beat Mm 2 on my short list of Resident Evil games, uh, the remake. Um, But, like, you have stories like 2. You know, Leon and Claire, they're in the police station. They're in uh, the secret umbrella facility. They're in the sewers. You know, there's a couple of different set pieces you could use, but those are really good games with really good stories. Like, why would you not and again, you can adapt something, you know, maybe take a new, make a new zombie or uh, make a new type of special infected, you know, you can take some liberties with the uh, source material, but like, why would you still not try to adapt, uh, adapt the actual stories? Because think about it. Like if you've got someone like me, who's not really like, I like the series. I love it, but I'm not as invested as the, as a lot of you probably You know, you take something like Resident Evil 3 that I've not ever played and I've only kind of seen things around. You take something like Resident Evil 3, which has a good story, and you make a really good movie out of it. And then it's like based off of the game. It's like, you know what? That was awesome. I want to go play that now. Okay. Whether it be the remake or the original.
0: Okay, I I slightly disagree with something though. I disagree that the T V format would save this in the long run if it's bad. Because my opinion oh, no, no, is no no,
2: I didn't mean it was gonna save it. I just mean it would be a better format than trying to take something as girthy as Resident evil and trying to compact it in a a movie the tv show could still be hot garbage and it could still not save the live action i'm just saying it would have a better shot than a movie at the very least
0: it it depends because while they do have a lot of time to build things out there's also the fact that even good tv shows that are super lengthy and that could get really long it's like pacing is everything no matter what the format is Uh, so I hope that they do keep all that stuff in mind when they go forward with this it's just that are they going to really take the time to flesh out all these backstories and make everything make sense when a normal person could probably just skim over everything not care and just make something related to action and that's it so it's a lot of stuff to weigh here in terms of what they do I just hope that if they do decide to do their own thing it seems like they're doing that right now it makes perfect sense and they do consider the theme of horror in mind because people are saying in the chat they want a more horror oriented Resident Evil show to entice them to watch this.
6: Yeah, I was gonna say that's oh, another sure. thing too. Like Oh yeah. You you've gotta you've you've got to be able to cater to the audience and if the audience isn't receiving it well you know that sucks like you have to you know you're gonna have to cater to people who are like who probably don't know anything about the games and you also have to cater to people who are like longtime fans of the games you've got to keep all that into you've got to keep that in you know you got to consider that
5: and the the difficulty with this as well (laughs) is Mm -hmm. that yeah for, for, for people who know what the series is they see resident evil and it develops an expectation. I think the problem is, is that for those people, I'm not too sure they know what to expect anymore because of a lot of different media that's come from before. Like, as we've heard, do you think it's going to be action? Is it going to be drama? Is it going to be horror? That is a problem in itself. There is a perception issue there. Um, so it's going to have to hit out the part pretty early on. Otherwise, it could, uh, it could really struggle um, and have a real uphill battle. It might have an uphill battle anyways. But it needs to identify what it intends to be very quickly.
2: Yep, I definitely think it would be, it would do well to go the horror route since that you know is the crux of the series. Even the action games, they still have their horrifying moments, and it should definitely try to go there. Although, try again, trying to keep horror that relevant for so long might be an issue. Um, but I mean, you never know; they could pull it off very well. Mm-hmm.
5: Always be pulled off very well, but it's going to be tough. Um, it's going to be tough, whatever they choose. I yeah, fear
1: just because, a, yeah, the ideal like fan expectations mostly
0: just a quick question uh what do you guys think of wesker having more kids for the show
7: it, it's ridiculous it, it it's doesn't ridiculous. make
1: any sense yeah. at yeah. all yeah, yeah. Like,
5: plot, plot wise it makes no sense in regards to the main series but that hasn't mattered technically for years so yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, feel like... I remember a quote from re5 on um, my bedroom but um i remember just said that Wassker uh, doesn't give a damn about anyone by
5: himself, and that is very true.
0: Yeah, that's what Chris said uh, on uh, re five. Uh, yeah, mean,
5: but just because he's got kids of, doesn't. Sorry, go on, my dear.
6: Sorry, I was just gonna say that's kind of how he carries himself as well. He doesn't. he, yeah. he doesn't care about anyone. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. It is
2: but, weird. I mean, clearly, he was, in five, he was just trying to infect the entire world. He didn't give a shit.
5: <laughs> yeah, but in five he was a cartoon character, really, more than Complete what he was previously. Um, so, really and kidding. besides, just because he's kids doesn't mean he doesn't mean he's boink someone. It could just be like genetic DNA transferring, all that stuff, you know? <laughs> DNA gone, yeah. transfer. That, that, that is time. true. Uh, yeah, it yeah, could himself yeah, well yeah, yeah, I mean, is a test tube baby, um, so it could well be more the same.
1: Yeah
2: as much as resident evil is in the whole ba- it, it is a science fiction genre in of itself just because of all the shit they get up to i could definitely see that that would be more believable than oh yeah by the way i had sex with this woman 15 years ago these are my kids like i i think it would they would be test tube babies more than anything
6: i just yep. thought about something though like even if they aren't his actual kids it's still kind of baffles me that like he would have kids that he's like taking care of i'm assuming like he took care of them like they moved to new raccoon city together like because Could again be taking care, care of, of a distance.
5: i mean who knows until we see it we're not gonna know
0: yeah i want to 100 percent believe if if, if they want to do this right then he should go the abandonment route right because he sort of oh, yeah. did that in re6 where it's like as soon as he had sex with this woman he was like i'm done i'm out peace and then um jake's mom never heard of him for years after that she took care of jake on his own so if they were to at least try then i would expect them to go that route instead
3: mm-hmm. nah, it can be something that they can maybe uh, they can probably work it out i'm pretty sure they can work it out but the thing is that they can have like the uh like uh the atmosphere like right and everything but maybe like the plot or the or the original things taken from the games i'm that that's what we're pretty unsure of like we don't know if they can work those things into the series like really well like taking the game characters into the series we don't know if they can really convert them rightly
0: But um, I I think we do need to move on to the main attraction here, which is the actual Resident Evil movies themselves and our personal thoughts on them and what needs to improve if they decide to make another movie. Uh, So, where to begin? I I just want to start with you, Black Shadow. I want to know, what is your opinions on the RE movies? And then we'll just go around the table. So,
5: I mean... (sighs) It's it's so hard because the Resident Evil movie franchise encompasses a heck of a lot. Um, obviously, they've been releasing films over the course of, what, about 12 years, I think it was, um, for all six movies. Uh, development for the first film actually started about five years prior to release. Um, it went through multiple scripts uh, from all sorts of people, including George A. Romero, of all people, um, actually written a script for it, which got rejected in the end. Um, again, this comes to the issue of... It's I've had when I've done my series on like Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, there are people who believe that when you have something like Resident Evil and you you put something on its name and they expect it to be relevant and relatable to the main series, and then you don't, there are people who get offended by that. I don't think that's necessarily an issue. Um, I think that if you're going to take creative license um, with a story, then you might as well go crazy with it. Um, and to be fair, some of the original scripts for Resident Evil 1, uh, the first film at least, were almost identical actually to the original game, uh, believe it or not, until, of course, Paul Anderson got a hold of it um, and decided otherwise. Uh, I just want to quickly say there was, um, I, I did some research for this. There was an interview he gave to uh, Shivers Magazine um, talking about his development for RE1, um, and he said specifically, uh, to be scary, you have to be unpredictable. And that's why he felt uh, completely free to reinvent the story and use his own set of fresh characters. He makes a good point that if you use Jill Valentine in movie one, you know she's not going to die because she's obviously going to appear up. So the idea was to bring people that, you know, you did that were new that you didn't know. Um, so you didn't know who was going to die or not, which makes some degree of sense. Um, of course, you know. The story got more and more crazy as you will if you went on. Uh, they then got more direct tie ins. We bring in Jill with Carlos and lots of other characters, Claire with Alata and all the rest of it. Um, I think you have to be willing to heavily suspend your disbelief to enjoy them. Um, and to be fair, I think they had some fun action sequences in them, although some it was heavily CGI'd, but it's easy to ridicule the series towards the back end. Um, that is the issue you have. Uh, personally, i've watched them but i watch them again maybe if i was getting paid to <laughs> probably but uh outside of that it's um you know it's it's easy to criticize but it's also a noble attempt to take something that has existed and to kind of change it into something totally brand new um, um so it's kind of is that something that a person is actually happy of them doing in the first place and if you don't then you've got a problem if you're willing to go with that then you know you wanted to try it watch it and see what it's like uh but but personally like beyond like about movie two movie three um yeah you had to like it otherwise oh my god (laughs) did the plot go nuts
0: yeah i feel like i really don't like these movies and the reason is because they divert so much and they take so many liberties that i feel as though it's not Really good with some of them. Now, granted, I enjoyed the first film. I, I thought that was great. I thought that was a really good attempt at trying to do something fresh when they did. But as you said, it's very easy to criticize the back half because that's where things started getting very inconsistent, even with the lore they tried to establish themselves. I think that um, if they had the same quality of the original first movie, And maybe some of the second, because some of the second movie was entertaining. I'm not going to lie. I did like that scene with the the guy, uh, Mike Epps, going around and doing crazy things. I I thought that was funny. And, you know, you have an LJ. Was that? Yeah, yeah. LJ. Yeah,
6: Yeah,
0: LJ. LJ. LJ was was,
5: was (laughs) like so on the line of being racist, but amusingly so. It (laughs) it was very dangerous at times. But he he was a good actor.
0: He did a good job. It, It was good comedy relief.
5: Yes.
1: I mean, that's where Day-Day went after um, the Friday movies ended.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but, like, as I was saying, I I think that if... They had some great ideas, but if they really kept consistent with those core ideas and took them forward instead of, like, having these weird moments where Alice has clones and mind control and characters that you really care for... They're not really super fleshed out in the later movies compared to that. And then you have people coming back to life. It just gets really confusing after a short period of time. So I do agree with your logic that you really have to shut your brain off and really get into these movies that way because it's the only way uh, to really believe half of the stuff going on. I, I just wish that it was a better job at it because I'm not I'm not even going to say that Paul Anderson is really a hack like most people. I do believe that he made a solid first movie and some of the second movie was decent and also Mortal Kombat, great fucking movie, great film yeah. of video game movies. Yeah, movie it stuff. was the
5: first one of its kind to be successful.
0: Yeah, so don't it, it just feels like those issues could have been a lot more um, like focused and, and, and fleshed out and non-existent.
5: I mean, I, I totally agree. But then you have the issue of that for, for people who have watched the lore and know the games, it's more offensive. Whereas you take to a more general audience who may not care about that so much and just want kind of two, two and a half hours at a cinema of watching crazy action and all that sort of stuff, then it doesn't matter. I mean, like, you know, you can't say the series wasn't successful. In all six films, the series has grossed well over a billion dollars. The final chapter was the most successful monetary film out of the lot so they can't say that five years of poor movies led up to a sixth even worse it was the best grossing of the lot so that must tell you something about the people that were going to watch it Um, and it's again like having played Resident Evil for way too many goddamn years at this point like and I look at what they took and what they did with it like In some ways, it's easy to, like, feel offended by some of the decisions they took. And, you know, yeah, Alice gained telekinesis powers because she got injected by the T-virus. And that was crazy. She had clones. Some of the doctors had clones. They were going to spread the T-virus across the world and cryogenically freeze uh, people in the end of the film, all the high execs, and rule the world after they came out of it. I mean, that is some absolute B-movie science, sci-fi nonsense. But it worked, apparently. People came to watch the film. So who am I to judge?
0: I'm just going to say this and then I'm going to let everyone else go. Yeah. Uh, I think the philosophy, this been it's been said before, but I think uh, Jordan Voigt roberts he said it himself, you know, you got to have like two things. You got to have the source material and you have to understand that migrating a game to a movie is not the same thing. Uh, he said this about most directors and why video game movies get this stigma because most video game movies they don't pay attention to any of the source material they always try to do something new and that new thing doesn't turn out to be good they just think that it's super ambitious and that um some some like directors they do it for a paycheck like Uwe Boll, for example he goes around just made a bunch of video game movies and only did it to get money and i think he admitted to that because of some german tax fraud or something like that i, I forgot what the loop was. But uh, yeah. you know, you gotta have the right visionaries in play, and if you don't, then I think number one, you gotta have people to actually play these games because I think Paul Anderson admitted that he only played RE4 and that was it. He had some it's not knowledge. Not
5: technically true. Well, it's not technically true, actually. Well, I don't. I don't
0: know why his wife said that he only really experience re4 and that was it now maybe later on he played re5 because i think afterlife was that the one that had the um magini dogs and it had a lot of material from re5 he might have played oh, yeah i think I believe so. yeah he might have also gained source material from that as well and you know it, it is good to see that stuff i'm not gonna lie yeah
5: no i agree uh, he um i'll say one more thing and i'll let everyone else in but yeah he he actually ended up playing a lot of um uh, how he got into the series was by playing the original resident evil um uh, funnily enough uh it was mentioned i mentioned about george a. romero who uh, was mentioned in the chat um he did do the japanese uh, live action trailer uh, the commercial that was only released in japan for resident evil 2 that's how he kind of got on board and that fell apart um uh, Anderson had actually been playing like the original Resident Evil. He built, um, like a, a script off of that, which he admitted if he'd have actually released, he probably would have got sued for. Um, but he was already in contact with um, Constantine Film, who of course developed the entire film series. Um, and he gave over the script to see what they thought of it. They really liked it, and so they thought, you know, let's give us a go and kind of see what we can do with Anderson. And then here we are, 20 minute 20 years later, nearly, um, a 1.2 billion dollar richer um, i'm sure they probably think that or oh, not it was a good decision whether we do or not
0: oh execs they de- <laughs> they definitely think that was a, a very high success and mostly they will want to go where the money goes that's why i i think that's why they're giving this new series a chance and not really thinking about what is going on after the fact or how people feel about it now they just want to see if they can get out there as soon as possible and see where the feelers are
5: yeah, there'll, there'll always be people who don't like the modifying of source material, and you'll never please them, whatever you do. So you have to kind of go past that and, you know, just try it. And there's no harm in trying sometimes. And I wish them all the best, the same with, with the with the Netflix. But, um, you know, I could have said the same about the movies, and then we had people flying around and clones and whatever else. And there was a point where I was like, yeah, maybe this has gone a bit far.
0: All right, so Des, how do you feel about the Ari movies?
6: Um, So, to be honest, and I know... I know I know that they're not the best but it is my favorite it it's my favorite it's my favorite series like it it really is I did rewatch the last two I do realize that the last two are like not good but you know I I couldn't help it um I do agree that they did go a little far with it um just because it did get confusing after a while um like I, I couldn't remember the last like two three movies I had to rewatch them because it was just like the first two I feel like were definitely the best maybe the first 3 because the third one is my favorite but um sure. it just it got really it it did end up getting pretty crazy after a while and after like i when i first started watching them i was obviously young like i didn't really play resident evil at all but i did very much enjoy the first two movies the first three movies um and then once i had gotten the chance to play the games i was just like well how how did how did it end up so different you know like how how did we end up with this one character that just seems so overpowered. Like when nobody besides like Wesker, I I, I feel like should mm. should have been like that. I don't know. But um I don't know. There was just there was a lot. <laughs> there was I feel like that's that's all I, <laughs> I
1: anyone else want now?
0: to uh jump in? Mm-hmm.
1: I guess I'll take it. Um how about this? At the time, I liked the movies growing up because, like I told you, I didn't get into Resident Evil until the fourth game. And I did enjoy the first two movies, well, the first three movies. But it got really stupid at some point because, I don't know, it's like when they started getting all the characters and then they started all in all this crap with us, like, like Brent said, bringing back characters, cloning all this. And I remember one time, Mrs. Barry was going to be in the newest one. I was really hyped. And when I actually went to the theater, Barry legit dies. Like, the moment he's introduced, Like he just falls down dead. I was like, wait, that's it? Are you serious? I was just, like, really pissed off. I was like, I'm I'm done. Fuck this movie. I'm leaving. Fuck these movies. Garbage. Yeah, I was just, like, really pissed off because they hyped him up so much, and then he actually appears, and it's just like, really, dude? That's it? Um... Like I don't know, the movies got stupid and super. I just stopped caring after a while, and I think Alice is a terrible character. Like she's all she really is is just a Mary Sue character, which I I really hate that trope with a passion. And it really doesn't help she's gonna be in Monster, which oh boy. (laughs) (sighs) That's all I have to say on Resident Evil. Though movies are all right.
6: Can I add something? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um. Okay. So I feel like, you know, later on, like I, I guess not really talking about like Nemesis. I mean, I kind of hate that he he was brought in and then just killed super easily. It just I don't know, but it just felt like with any of the other like weapons, the bio weapons that they had, like especially like I said in the last two, I just rewatched those, so those are the freshest in my memory right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. It it felt like you know they would be a lot. They would be like a huge, huge threat. And I think one thing that kind of like was a big turnoff for me was they got killed off like super quickly. And it's like, yeah. And I think by the last like two or three movies, Alice did not have her powers. And so, like, it was just really weird to me. And it just felt super unrealistic that she was able to take so much damage and she was able to do so much like without having these powers. And she was just a regular human. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt really weird about the monsters. Like, especially with the, the Hell Knight looking one. I was like, oh, that one looks cool. That's probably going to do some damage. Nope, it died two seconds later.
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Wesker I got killed by a door. <laughs> <Yep>. What?
0: <laughs> Officially.
1: Fasking? Oh, yeah, Ren didn't know that. No, Fasking I. Bear. Okay. No, 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 no. After, he after,
3: after being fired. Yes. No, yeah. Because,
6: oh. because, okay, the Red Queen had said, like, hey, I can't kill any employees. So he got fired. She injured him with the door. He died. I feel like he died in the explosion. But, uh, but, but I really they,
3: they but started boy
6: literally dying. I said, Wester is like the most OP character and y'all did him like that? Are you kidding me?
0: At least him going out in like a volcano was like they actually had to take so much effort <laughs> to cool. kill him.
6: Yeah. That yeah means, it's it's, it's so just, so
1: like, bro, a door.
5: The infinite ammo, would like co- under- go on. Gone.
1: That's like saying Leon getting killed by an escalator.
5: Even would like to remind viewers that there may be spoilers talked about here, so we're sorry if you're offended oh. and haven't seen the films
0: yeah, yet. Oh yeah, this is a spoiler yeah, you, you cast. <laughs> <be> bad, <guys. laughs> sorry, oh, god Pe- yeah.
3: Big spoiler alert. like. You.
0: But uh, I, I only stopped watching, like, at Afterlife, so I had no idea about the stuff about Wesker being killed by a door that makes me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: Oh, I quite a few people did actually.
0: Honestly, They're like
6: characters, years. Wesker. Wesker is definitely a character that they did dirty. But they, I feel like there were so many. Like uh, Jill, I, I was, I, I really wish that we could have gotten a little more out of her. Um, there was Claire who popped in every other movie. It seemed like, like it just, you know. And then Chris, like when when you finally get Chris, and like Chris and Claire have this re, like they reunite and they take out or well quote, unquote, take out Wesker. you know, Wesker doesn't like die that easily, which kind of, mm. yes, but it's just like you get all the characters from Ironically. the game and it it's it just they're they're put in for like a second and then you just never hear from them again. And it's like, oh, you get super excited because it's like yes, they're from the games. finally, they're incorporating something, and then it nothing comes of it. it It's kind of it's it it's like a huge disappointment, I feel like.
5: <laughs> There were some bright spots, though. I will give a, a props to Oded Fair. I am an Oded Fair fan, so it's probably mm-hmm. not really fair, but I think he acted actually Carlos <laughs> really well. Um, know, he's, yeah. he's my bright spot um, of the series by a long way. I I'm agree. I really like I agree.
0: Uh, Carlos was awesome. I like the actress who, um, like the
1: actress who played Jill, actually. Yeah, I Sienna. She oh, Sienna. Yes,
5: yeah, she did
6: so well,
5: yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine I... what it must have been like filming that at Toronto in the middle of the night That mu- in that <laughs> outfit? That must have been fucking tough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very, very true
3: also, Basically what, what this is saying About uh, sorry sorry. Mm-hmm. What this is saying basically about uh, Like uh, Chris and, and Claire It's the main problem that I have with Every character that they get In the films like I know Alice yeah I know her And you get to know like Oh there's Jill in there and she Appears like two times And then suddenly she's out in in the and in the final film, they don't even say like, oh, she died. No no no. You gotta like suppose that they died. Like there, there were, were a few Leon, characters were... that they just and left I... out in the final film, yes.
5: There...
6: Yeah. yeah. But I don't even really think that you can even go that far as to say, Oh, I suppose they died because like, you know, we had Jill in Apocalypse and then she randomly came back and apparently she was brainwashed like how? Um I mean you gotta like I guess figure that out. But <laughs> like but then you know when she becomes
2: somehow (laughs) but then
6: but then alice you know she takes the stupid trinket off of her and she's no longer brainwashed but then she still doesn't pop up in the last movie so that's a thing and then again like same with claire like she popped up every other movie she ended up ultimately helping alice in the last movie and then the last movie just ends with alice riding off into the sunset and it's like well, so, did we just leave Claire alone? Like, what's what's happening? We still don't get a proper end story for any of these characters.
5: The, the exactly. irony of that is that has, Resident Evil was a series has been doing that for over 20 years, of just setting to the sunset, oh. and so many questions then on for the board. So
1: <laughs> oh, You're ironically yeah, right on the money. That's, that's been a for a long time. But so I, they, at you least the
2: answers. movies ended in the same fashion as the games. That honestly, yeah, <laughs> at least you're right. You are right. Right. It's it's just,
6: right. I feel like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like with movies though, like with the games, like they can probably keep pumping out games and it's whatever. Like I feel like most Resident Evil fans are probably gonna go for it, but like with the movies, especially with like ending it with the final chapter, it's like, well, what happened to the rest of these characters that we ended up, you know, kind of sort of following? You know, I feel like with movies, it's it's one thing, and then with games, like
3: there were definitely a few loose ends at the time. A
1: bunch
6: of
3: giant plot holes. That's the issue. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not. It's not just like like simple plot holes. Uh, like there are supposed to be like official novelizations of the movies. And when the novelization of the uh, of the final movie came out in the no- in the book, they specifically say that like the deaf child that Alice finds in like the fit movie, the like Chris, Claire, Jill, and all the other characters that in the in the uh, second to last film that they are in the white house all of those characters like they are dead they say that in the book but in the film they never say that like just alice wakes up like everything is uh, destroyed like just a, a fucking desert and there's no one you're like oh did they capture them did they die they were, where, where are they well just <laughs> poof they vanished that that's the problem that i have with the movies like a lot of characters just like that's the disappear. problem here well one of the problems <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the main problems with those films like they put characters and then they just disappear out of nowhere and you gotta like read the novels or like extra material to know what happened to them like are they dead are they uh, have they disappeared? Are they infected? Or have they been transformed? I don't know. Well, you gotta read the books so that you can know where the hell is Chris Redfield. Chris is fucking dead.
6: Oh. Oh,
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: Oh, I
6: you, uh, yeah, I, I didn't
4: know that. <laughs> fans got pissed off when they read the novel that they hear that Chris died. And it's like, what the fuck? You can't kill Chris. You can't kill Leon. You can't kill Ada. I mean, that's just going to pull out the whole things differently. Like- Speaking yeah. of beta, I, mean,
6: I
7: feel like they, it they did a happen? They
6: at least be in the
3: game. Like basically, you you like <laughs> imagine that you're a fan of Resident Evil, and out of a sudden you think like, oh, the movies aren't so bad, they are cool and everything. You read the books and everything, and you you, you buy the final book. Like, oh, what's going to happen? Chris is fucking dead. God fucking damn it.
0: Okay.
6: You know what? So. They probably. They, they probably just did that because it probably took a little less effort to explain where they are
0: okay so i'm gonna play devil's advocate here i do not mind main character deaths if they are done in a way that's conveyed to the audience that look this main character is going out of the door there's no plot armor etc i like when people take risks like that At the same time, I don't like when I have to read a book to understand (laughs) that a character died or something happened and I have to read the novelization. I I feel like the best way to do it is to make like these side stories within the universe, and it feels like a metaverse, so you're reading another person's story in the meantime while the main story is continuing. Halo does that perfectly, in my opinion, but this franchise, like doing the novelization for the films, it just does not. So that's why people are pissed when you find out that Chris is dead in the books, and the movie does a poor job at explaining it.
1: Exactly. There is um actually Ryan, this is kinda well, like plus, um you know, oh, oh no, you can you go, can, you
2: can go. I was just gonna say real quick, plus you know, these are like main characters. It's not like you know the, It's not like a side the, character uh, or
0: anything, like
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like when you have a main character and they basically get off screen death, that feels dirty. Like yeah. If you, yeah. Oh yeah, I hate that, that shit. Just, well, that hurts. It hurts. Like, no, that hurts yourself. Like like, it, yeah. It does well, okay. So, like, we'll, we'll do slight devil's advocate, go just a tiny bit off topic, like with The Last of Us 2. You know, they killed Joel in the beginning. You know, you know, spoiler why, alert, why ha- spoiler, alert. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert, it's in like the first two hours. It's good. Um, and then yeah. there's like everybody knows what happened, but like, you know, he dies in the first two hours of the game. You know, you know, why it happened. You might not like it. But it was—it shows that the game has consequences, the universe has consequences, and that your main character doesn't have plot armor. If they had just, like, cut back and been like, oh, yeah, Joel died, that would have been infinitely worse. But, like, they showed it and they built up to it. Whereas, like you said, with the books, they're just like, it's like a little note at the end is like, oh, yeah, by the way, every single main character was in this one place and they all fucking died. The end.
0: And then (laughs) Alice wakes up and they don't explain it.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, actually, uh... Oh, yeah, um... Yeah, I remember, I know, like, one game did a really good job with character death, I don't know if any of you guys played Red Dead Redemption 2, but, like... I'll say this, um, i We got um,
0: more spoilers Bob's coming story. in. Yeah. <laughs> See you, also, yeah.
1: Um, Do you guys want it or no? If you haven't played Red Dead 2,
0: you? You can go
4: ahead. I not Okay,
1: All right. Red Dead... Red 2. But, um... Uh, Long story short, uh, Arthur Morgan basically, some dude coughs on him, and throughout most of the game, you're like, eh, okay, not a big deal, he coughed on me. But Arthur ends up coughing himself, and he starts wheezing, and actually, he like, falls in condos a couple times. And then it turns out Arthur actually got tuberculosis. And the thing is, Arthur really doesn't have much to live. He's got maybe a few weeks to live, because back then, like, if you got tuberculosis, well, that was pretty much it for you because there's like no cure for it. Well, there are cures now for it nowadays, but basically yeah, Oh yeah. Arthur pretty much didn't have much time going in his life, so he had to make the most out of his life before he like finally, you know, passes away from the illness, which he eventually does. And it's kind of funny because in Red Dead Redemption 1, um uh he's not mentioning Red Dead One, but I think maybe it makes sense considering the art of his death was just like too painful for john remember so yeah so i think that's like a good example but yeah, yeah. i
0: like I- i'm gonna be real like i don't want the superhero ending for certain characters if the world is supposed to have consequences because to me that would be a lot more unrealistic considering what they have set up in the previous games that's why i really didn't mind joel's death to be honest but at the same time, exactly. at the same time, yeah. for like um, off screen deaths and shit that's not explained, and then characters that pop up after being like revived because of fan popularity and there's no explanation to that, we've seen so much worse in media just because of what the fans wanted. So it's not always the most logical thing unless they decide to do some super convoluted or contrived way to explain it and that's when i really don't like Mm -hmm. it as for arthur's death i kind of saw that coming because it's a prequel to red dead and he's not in Mm -hmm. the first one so that one was kind of like coming but i still felt bad when he finally died so there is a way to make the main character die where you either hate it love it or there's a way where it's beautiful and and that's one of those instances
1: Oh yeah, because the thing is, Ren, is, like, the thing is, um, Arthur pretty much lives with the disease. Like, you don't get like it happens in the cutscene. Well, it does, but you actually live through it with through gameplay because it actually affects Arthur's cores and Arthur loses like a lot of way. He's um, uh, his health cores drain a lot quicker. Um, his aiming's like messed up because like the disease is really taking a huge toll on him. And um, along with that, if you like inspect Arthur's face, like his eyes are pretty much bloodshot red and his skin is like really pale. So, you can kind of tell like what's going to happen to him especially and he's trying to make the most out of his life. But yeah, you know, before he dies.
0: But yeah, we're we're diverging a bit. So, uh we got to go back <laughs> yeah, to the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I was going to
5: make one thing, sort of bring it back to the topic um, If the whole plot changes that you can make changes to plot of things that exist and you can get people to accept it assuming that what you change it to is good and I think a decent example of that is actually probably the Resident Evil Remake games actually where Resident Evil 2 in particular they made changes to the plot which again there are some people I had on my channel who said no you must not change the plot and they were vehemently against it. The game won like Game of the Year, uh, and the changes they made were subtle enough, uh, but the game was good enough that people were okay with it. Resident Evil 3 wasn't so great, so people picked a lot more holes in it. Now, objectively, with the films, they're probably not very good, so people will happily pick holes at the films, but you know, maybe if it was like some of the best films ever made, people probably wouldn't give a damn. That's the
0: weirdness of it. Yeah, some of the stuff with that, like for example. And I, and I know it's off topic, but it needs to be explained. Like, when people are complaining about, oh, well, Leon, uh, his original backstory was he was drunk and his girlfriend broke up with him. And then they just changed it to him being a little bit more aware of what was going on and not getting a phone call and being eager to work at Raccoon City. I didn't have a problem with that. Like, I, I feel like there's things where... It might be minuscule to you, or it might be a big problem to you, but to someone else, it's different in that same vein. And that didn't bug me at all, in my opinion. I was like, okay, they changed his backstory a little bit. He's more eager to work. I don't see the problem.
5: Exactly. Um, you know, if, if people are going to get hung up on such minded back details, then you're never going to satisfy them. Um, I think what you have to do is you have to try and deliver an objectively good media, be it a game, be it a film, be it whatever. Um, and, you know, you can't please everyone. That will never happen. Um, and that is obvious with the films. You go on like Rotten Tomatoes and that. All the films have not got particularly good ratings, but they made shit tons of money. So, you know. The two don't necessarily match, but it doesn't necessarily matter. You don't have to, with something like Resident Evil, it's easy to appeal to those who know the series, which in fact is what happened with some of the original, um, with, the with George R.A. Merritt, it's what he, he was going to do, um, but they, he got canned because they thought, well, then we'll make a great film, but it's a very limited audience. We need to try and do something that's a bit more wider, uh, wider reaching, and that's why they went the way they did. They totally changed everything and thought, right, we're going to get all these people, we're going to line them up, and we're going to do whatever the fuck we want with them. Um, and you know it worked, sort of. Uh, but no, if you're a fan of the series, it's difficult to look at it and see some of the things they've done. And yeah, it, it, it hurts some of the changes they've made. But you know,
4: yeah,
5: a billion dollars—I'd uh, say that's—you know—you can't argue with that.
4: Yeah, I think another thing that a lot of people also have to take into mind whenever there's a video game adaptation is that—I'll—I'll uh, I'll use DMC as an example. You know, DMC. There's a lot of over the top stuff that happens in the cutscenes and everything. And trying to get that into a live action film, it's very challenging. So there might be some changes that they will have to make to try to try to keep it as DMC as much as DMC. The board is awake. And I think that's I think there's like a few good examples of some minuscule changes in video game movies. Like I think because you have to uh, yeah.
0: oh so I just uh if you heard that song on the podcast or that sound I clicked the Wesker death scene by accident I- I'm just like I can't I can't fucking believe this it. killed by a dog
1: I mean what can you do man
5: you, you find two two and a half hours of your time one evening sit down with a big bag of popcorn and something to drink and
0: Wesker What did enjoy <laughs> It looked like it oh, cut his foot off. My God, it. <laughs> like, oh, so it's so funny in Wesker, motion. I swear, dude. Dude, Wesker
1: job harder than Daniel Bryan.
0: Uh, I I have a good side question actually for this. Um, is there anything that you guys want them to adapt to film from the Resident Evil universe that they quite haven't done yet in any of the movies?
3: I that's a good question yeah, that's a good yeah. question oh. i got something i loved resident evil 7 when it came out i love that kind of first person survival horror kind like i played the teaser and it was amazing i was like damn this is like amazing i uh, like i know it's still resident evil but it feels like a horror movie and i love yeah. that and i will definitely i will definitely love uh like an adaptation like in more of a horror kind of esque uh, style?
0: Like a Louisiana oh, bayou idea? that's, you know, completely uninhabited.
2: I think you mean something kind of like smaller scale. Instead of small focusing scale. on big, huge yeah. umbrella, it's more like small scale horror that's still Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. that's what. Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah, yeah I, I
6: I'm down with that. I was having a conversation with someone about that actually. It was like, you know, it would be really cool if they just did Resident Evil 7 as a movie. Obviously, they'd have to make changes because you can't put like the little puzzles or like the little like the, the like the little stuff that would probably not transfer over. But like, you know, having someone stuck in a house trying to escape, dealing with this crazy family, like
7: I mean, I you like just like, take
6: you know, half done, like half the plot of Saw and just
5: modify it, really. I, I mean, you know, as cool. I
6: started saying that, I was like, "Oh, Saw."
5: Yeah, exactly. But Again, Saw went for how many films of Saw did they make? Six. Oh of God,
6: those? they made so. Was it what? only what? six? No, it was like, I feel like it was more I than mean, that. Yeah, I, I
5: lost, I lost, yeah. I lost count. Exactly. I think it's like seven. It shows there is an
3: audience for that sort
0: of thing. I think. I mean, there are Hold on, one at a time, people. One at a time.
3: Uh, give it
0: that. Give ah. it. Uh, go ahead, oh, I was just
2: gonna say there's eight movies and there's uh there's a new one that's supposed to be coming out. Well, it was this year, but I don't know if it's gonna be delayed or not. But they're they're coming out with a new one too, so that would Wait. make it nine total. Is yeah. it
6: that uh, one? Is it Saw? So- I might be thinking of the wrong. It had the Saw like music in the background, but I don't think it was called.
3: Yeah, so- no, it's called Spiral.
6: Oh, okay, okay. Couldn't remember the title. <laughs>
3: It, it was it's with one of those guys. I I, re, I always forget their names, but it's one of the K and guys, isn't it?
0: Uh, you're talking about K and pill, I think.
3: I feel, yeah, I I always forget. Oh, like, uh, oh, yeah, right. I, I think know, it's family. with Jordan, Jordan Key, like, I think. I am maybe <sighs> wrong. I I remember seeing like his uh, name. Um, yeah. I, I
2: don't know. I th- I I'm
0: think he's attached, I, I just know that one of them is doing the movie, but uh, yeah, for back on topic, uh, any source material for them to adapt for RE movies, anyone else have any, uh, answers to that? Um,
1: uh, I wouldn't mind seeing, um, I wouldn't see mine, uh, seeing RE2 get adapted, that'd be pretty neat, or RE3.
0: Well, they already That's did, did RE3.
6: I feel like What's RE3 on? would be would be good especially because again like with resident Evil apocalypse you did have nemesis just kind of chasing you around or they had nemesis chasing them around the city but um... i'm gonna
5: I'm, mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna make a probably a controversial topic and uh, name i was perhaps thinking of naming re6 and the reason i name re6 i know there's good people who hear this and sort of thing i'm insane hmm. which i am <laughs> but <laughs> i've always loved the idea of plots where you've got you know separate sets of characters but their actions and what they're doing is all intertwining in like a sort of a background web. And I think if that was done really well, that could be really mm-hmm. nice. Obviously, there's a couple of places they tie in. Everyone has their own thoughts about RA6, of course. I didn't do it that long ago. I actually don't think it's that bad as people remember. There's some good bits to it. But I think, you know, something like that with, you know, a couple of pairings off here and there, doing different things. But as long as the game doesn't treat the audience with like idiocy and, you know, is able to tie in sort of things together, I think that could be pretty well done.
6: That would be cool, yeah. Um, especially if they you know, obviously it would it would probably have to be quite a few movies for them to do that. Mm.
5: They might need a couple and they also would need to take out that goddamn silly death of Piers because not because Dick Piers died, it's just the scene was absurd. I cannot get over <laughs> that yes, whole really last twenty minutes. What the hell?
0: I thought that Counted scene was over. cool actually, like it, it really I, got I, me I, emotional.
5: I was, it it was it was it a was cool scene, hell, yeah. but the logic gap was I it I couldn't take it. I, I couldn't I
6: I was gonna, I can't really remember. I remember being sad about it. I haven't played Chris's campaign since the game uh, launched. Yeah, but that'd,
5: but... Be that'd be my shout. That'd be my shout. The <laughs> RE6, I think, if done well, that could actually be pretty cool. I think maybe like
0: Oh,
4: I was I was asking, you know, you you know, something like what they did with Dunkirk, maybe.
0: I've never seen sure. that movie. But,
4: uh,
5: but yeah, it's, it's just it's movie. just, you know, it, you can you can cursory people, you know, and just haven't found the plot you know i mean there was a lot of insanity of course and yeah you might need a couple of movies to do it all but
0: i would like I to see six. Yeah. i would like to see well you know re2 how they have the a and b scenarios i would probably mm-hmm. like to see something like that where you have two focal characters and you know the first one you focus on for like the first hour that you focus on the second guy and then it all like intertwines at the end that would be really cool
5: yeah that, that's as yeah. You said, you yeah, know, Resident Evil is a very good source material if a, if used correctly. Um, and we've seen both the pros and sadly the cons of that over the course of 20 years. So, Ugh, yep,
2: <laughs> <sighs> uh, I will say uh, my point real quick, and I also didn't get to do my uh, <clears throat> what I thought about the movies, which uh, really it's it's pretty short. I mean, I didn't think they were the whole worst movies in the world, I didn't really think they were the best as far as adaptations go they're decent in the you know in the first few movies but then you know obviously after that it's just why 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 are we why am i watching this um,
4: i mean there's worse but, out there um,
2: but. though yeah there definitely is um but those are kind of my things like you know how everybody's like you know this is a really good bad movie to watch that's kind of how i feel mm-hmm. about <laughs>
5: resident Evil. it is a little bit yeah if if anything- they're not
2: awful, but yeah, exactly. i mean that's it's kind of one of those like you have to and it's like you guys said before, you have to go in with a little bit of suspension of disbelief, especially if you're you know an old time gamer for it um as I said before, I'm not a long time Resident Evil fan. I came in at four and I haven't played anything before four came out um so you know even as a still new person to the the series newish um you know i still I still thought the movies are good in their own right, but they did go way off the rails, especially with Alice. I would have been fine with her being a super badass mercenary. It it was definitely the god powers that killed it, which is why I'm almost one hundred percent positive they nerfed her at the beginning of the fourth movie. <laughs> like,
6: oh, you, give me back my, my powers.
2: Why,
5: why <laughs> might be why the first film is quite well regarded amongst all the rest, because the plot hadn't kind of lost its mind by that point, and even if, it didn't really exactly. matter if you had or hadn't played the series, because the most of the plot of the movie was did really matter, it was only some back plot of the game, and some kind of cursory information that was related to the series, other than that it was it was a horror flick, really mm-hmm. um, it didn't matter if you played game mm-hmm. or not, because Alice didn't exist, the SWAT team didn't exist, you know, no one in that game existed really in the film, it was all brand new so, you know that's probably why it's one better regarded.
2: And, you know, that was actually going to kind of roll into the, the point that we're on about what would you like to see brought from the games. It's more so brought from the first movie. I think the reason the first movie works so well is because they were in, you know, that tight space, which granted, you know, the hive is still huge, but it's still a enclosed space underground. And there's still a bunch of corners and everything. The reason I think it worked so well is because they focused on one set and they had one goal in mind and they didn't try to get too crazy with it. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, with the series, you know, you might want them to move a little bit, but, you know, not having like, like, you know, with uh, some of the other ones, you know, they go all over the world with the movies, you know, they're in the US at one point and then they're in Tokyo at one point and I'm. Wanting to say they're like somewhere in europe at some point but they were on a
5: ship and a lot of things happened Uh, they were
2: on a ship they went all over the place with the movies and it's like yeah i get that you want to kind of go up because it's not like the game stayed in one place but you know if you're gonna do something like that it's got to be good
5: so if you have to pull off
2: i think the reason the first one worked best is just because it's like you said it's the closest to an actual horror movie that any of them got apocalypse to a little bit of a lesser extent there Mm. were some sweaty moments in uh, apocalypse but i mean for the most part the first one was just really good because it hadn't quite ramped up stupid levels yet
3: uh, can we can we all agree can we all agree on something about the first film the laser corridor scene I love that yeah. scene. Yeah, it was and the, best and, scene yeah. the movie. Is, yeah, oh,
6: but, yeah, it's the best just thing, the um, laser room in any of the movies, because it was in the third movie, it was in the f- final movie, I think, as well. It's just think, the yes. laser room has yeah, always, in, yes. always been my favorite.
3: Yeah, it's, but it's definitely one of the most film, famous film, scenes of the film for sure. Yeah, in the first film, oh, like it's sure. amazingly worked.
6: Yeah,
0: it's
3: the I think best the scene first movie.
6: Time, Yeah, because the first time I. Oh, sorry.
0: No, I was just gonna say, it's the best scene in the movie, and, like, I was gonna make a question about, like, best scenes, but I can't think of anything else outside of that that's, like, super memorable. Maybe, um them fighting the executioner in afterlife but nothing compares to that laser scene to me i think the tension was there it was perfect and they just turned it into because I, I i can clearly see they reeled it from re4 like no mistaking it but they made it very tense and very like horrific people getting chopped up left yeah. and right i loved it yeah, yeah i
7: think uh, I, I, again yeah. it oh, was awesome.
0: also
6: yeah i think again like also like I it was in the
0: third movie we... oh go ahead does just real quick, I was actually
2: gonna say okay. that who did that first? The movie or the game?
0: The game so, did it first. It was pretty close. It was pretty close. I think the movie just. But uh let does go for this one.
6: Um no, I was just gonna say, so again, like I think it was also in the third one you had that scene, you didn't think you were gonna go back to the laser or it actually it popped up twice in that movie. Um wasn't as serious the first time, but the second time you have Alice fighting that tyrant. So like it's in there by the end of it you think she's gonna die and it's like it's just super tense super sweaty like i remember being really freaked out about it because like didn't want alice to die and you know it's just it was crazy you know you're you're fighting something you're not just in there trying to escape
0: oh wait my brain is killing me um the so the first movie came out in 2002 right i don't know why it was Um,
5: yes 2002 i think it was i
0: don't know why i was thinking that the game did it first i don't know why no, no no
5: no it was it was the film no, not by much bad. but it was the film yeah um, they, they might have been I will you know, say that was... it anyways
2: it, probably but i will say that was i really like that they included that in four because it's like that that first scene was so tense and you know minus the whole how the fuck did the emp survive that whole thing that we had talked about in chat a few weeks back um mm. minus that that whole scene was just phenomenal, and it was it was so tense. And especially mm-hmm. even up to the end, you were like, okay, maybe that captain can make it through. And then that laser just <laughs> split, a big grin, and you're like, oh no, no.
0: As soon yeah. as it turned into a net, yeah. like Cyrax, he
7: was done.
6: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember the first time I watched it. I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. Cool.
7: Nope. Poor dude, Poor dude turned into some nope. packaged ham. Got spliced <laughs> <into pieces>. Sam, <laughs> But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd
5: say it was. It's an iconic scene, but it doesn't feel like it's actually that far from it. It's 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 very very cool. It's one of the best parts of the of the I'll series for sure. Definitely
2: say it is an iconic mm-hmm. scene. Because, you think I mean, so? It's just like we were talk- yeah, because like we were talking about, you know, we were gonna discuss the most iconic scenes out of the series. But you know, bar none, it's got to be the laser hallways. It's I the mean, most there, there's sure. a couple here. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And like a, like a I forget who said it uh, first, but like we were talking about with the executioner scene in um, in uh, it was I don't think it was. Afterlife I think that
3: was. was it, I, think I think that it was, was, me. After, like, I think it was after. I was think what's after?
0: Was it
7: afterlife?
3: Yeah, it's, I, blur. it's all if I remember, blur. Remember afterlife?
2: <laughs> no, it was in the fourth one because that was after she got nerfed. But <laughs> is it anyway, Extinction. Like, <laughs> yeah, extinction. No, I
3: extinction think. is the third, isn't it? No, yes, no. it is. It is.
2: Yeah, No, I'm sorry. I did get that mixed up. Afterlife is the third one, and Extinction.
3: No, it's, if I remember oh, right, it's Resident Extinction Evil. is the
6: third one. After the, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Resident Evil, yeah.
3: Apocalypse, Extinction, Afterlife, Retribution, and then the final chapter is yep. the sixth You're one. You're
6: right.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was my bad. I got it mixed up. But anyway, yeah, to like, in my eyes, those are honestly just recalling off of my memory. Those are the only two things. That and the church from mm. um, Apocalypse are like...
6: With the liquors, mother yeah. Mother-
2: well, because, like, I mean, the church was an extended scene, but it was just, it was so tense because you had, uh, what was it, two or three liquors that was in the church, and they had, like, mm-hmm. no firepower, and they had to, right. like, think through, it. It was a tense scene.
5: Yeah, and you had the stuff with the Jill and they had a couple of them had gone into the side room where you had the, the pastor and his daughter, I think it was. And so you had that going at the same time.
3: Um, isn't believe, isn't so. that... Isn't that the scene where Alice like breaks one of her fingers and she's just like taking it and just like cracking like?
4: Ugh.
2: It wasn't oh, that
3: goodness. scene, but it was that movie. It was uh, after
2: she had first found, uh, met up with Nemesis and oh, she yeah. was like running, and then she just like goes in the back alley. And just had to set it in place and do that just small eye of like, oh god, that hurt, but I can't make any noise.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i remember that yes. scene i, I yeah, crack I, I think another good one was uh the, the first zombie encounter in the first movie because you the first time you see them is like oh they they look like regular people just shambling a little bit but the fans know they're zombies and then that guy turns around and half his face is like just missing oh and no. then everyone's like holy oh, shit Yeah, (laughs) they 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 knew what they were
5: doing with the tie-ins. I mean, even like the the the, um the the theatrical trailer simply says "survive the horror." They knew what they were doing.
3: Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, definitely. One of one of the things that I was going
2: back to the, going back to that first zombie scene too. Plus, you know, you've got got other characters Hmm. like Rain, who's like, who's my second favorite next to Alice. You know, she's just nonchalant about it. The other dude's like. You shot her, and she was just like, she
1: bit me. Yeah.
3: That's fucking <laughs> that good that stuff. That was, that was some good That's good stuff. Like, she, just, remember, she uh, doesn't give a fuck.
1: You guys remember this out. with um Wesker <laughs> fights?
0: Oh, you mean the off? exact copy from Resident Evil 5? Because that's yes, what it was. I, it, was almost, you
2: know.
7: it was almost done so well up until the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah
4: didn't they try to make Afterlife 3D too?
3: I swear yeah, they, like did, they did, didn't they? It is 3D. Like if I remember, the poster, the like theatrical posters and everything, they say like Risen Evil Afterlife 3D and like big things. Like if you see some of the scenes in the movie, yeah, you it, can really see like the yeah, 3D style.
2: Yeah, some of the scenes are like even if you're not watching it in 3D, you know it's supposed to be meant to like um. Whichever final destination was like leaning hard into the 3D. There was so much stuff going on. I in think there it was, was the fourth to, like,
3: one. I face. think it was fourth. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, because they were like
2: the final chapter of Final Destination in 3D. While
3: well, I was seeing, uh, just about uh, talking about 3D uh, today, I was finishing watching the CGI films, and I noticed also some of those scenes in the Nation film and i was like wait was this movie meant to be like 3d and then i see like some of the movies some of the like camera angles and everything i am like yeah this movie was 3d hmm. because it's yeah. very obvious when you see like some of the uh angles or some like the i don't know like a guy moves a weapon and then the weapon is just like the point of the camera you're like oh that was supposed to be 3d like i was supposed to have like the gun on my face
0: you know one thing i really enjoyed was um and i'm not sure if many people heard about this little film uh they released a resident evil film that's exclusive to japan only they call it biohazard 4d executor yes and that was brilliant this is the romero one no, um, no, that's not the remote. Oh no, I know what you're
5: talking about. No, yes, you're right. Sorry, my bad.
0: It's a 3D-like Japanese movie where yes. they focus yes, on the UBCS and they're going around in, I assume it's Raccoon City, and there's this giant infection that's taking over. And I believe um, one of the scenes, I don't want to spoil it for people that are curious, but one of the scenes at the end is just very brutal and it's very cool how they ratchet up the tension. And I really enjoyed that movie. Just check it out. It's on YouTube, uh, Biohazard 4D Executor. If they made a Resident Evil movie like that, I would literally lose my shit. That would be great. That would be great for the next CGI movie because I believe they said they wanted to focus on Jill and Helena but they didn't get the green light for that yet how do you guys feel about that they want to do another cgi movie with jill and helena as main characters
7: yeah that would be awesome um, i, I yeah. yeah. would be
1: against it. it actually now that i've been thinking about it i would
6: be down for it I'd, I'd definitely watch it for sure for jill like <laughs> <laughs> it, I, the CGI.
1: back is good. yeah
3: i was thinking like after seeing the three cgi films i was thinking why has jill never appeared like in the cgi film like we have claire we have leon we have chris we have uh, rebecca but w- where the hell is jill yeah like, Jill's been after, basically yeah. the second protagonist where is she
5: yeah she's back the one that's not been in i i don't know what i mean to be fair the cgi's are actually i think they're not that bad at all they're worth a look if film's ever seen them before they're actually not yeah. too bad they're, again some of the stuff the last one i did was a bit insane uh but i mean the first first cgi i thought was really good
6: i was gonna say yeah, i yeah. the first i haven't seen the third one i definitely enjoyed the first two though if you yeah, the first the first, first one yeah. i really enjoyed
0: <laughs> okay so she said you 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 never seen the uh third movie for cgi is basically... i didn't
6: know about it until like a maybe last year i think and i just haven't gotten around to getting it it's basically you, you
0: it's basically RE6, just in movie form. I'm not shitting you, oh. like... Oh.
6: Mostly, yeah. It's a lot of action,
0: yeah. a lot of crazy stuff. I think one of those scenes is Chris doing a body slam on a zombie. It's is really ridiculous. <laughs> there are yeah. three yeah. yeah. body slams. There are
5: three body slams. Resident Evil,
6: Resident Evil 6. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
5: there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a scene where a car just rolls over and just explodes for... For no reason, it just does on a on a on a road because you know why the hell not? I mean, look at
0: that scene with Leon and it. <laughs> look at that scene with Leon in the hall, not the hallway, but um, Leon on the highway and he yeah, does so all the about that scene. yeah, yeah, that's oh, all yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah, it's just it's just total
5: insane madness. But you know that's Resident even on that show. It has its moments where it will just it will do that. It'll lose its mind. And it all... would... fair play to it, you know. I
3: was wondering if you were watching... <laughs> That, uh, quickly, I was wondering something while seeing that scene, like the howie scene in Vendetta How little does Leon care about civilian lives? Because there are people in those cars that are driving that they are probably not yet infected because they are driving normally, and then he just drops like a fucking zombie dog into one of them and let the like a lot of uh, of cars and trucks like crash. I'm like. Those guys are probably dead, <laughs> maybe there was a family in that car <laughs> and you fucking kill them Leon like But, but if he doesn't save kill. the day,
5: they'll be dead anyways, you know, I mean What's yeah, a man to do?
3: Small <laughs> buy, price <laughs> to pay Small
7: price being to
1: pay Aria, Like super humans, they can't die
7: Small yeah, price to well. well yeah well.
0: Any other opinions on Rebecca um came back? she came back, but she was just underutilized in that movie, but that's like a whole different topic, but uh, any other opinions on the fourth CGI film that they want to do with these two characters?
2: Um, No, um, I do have a general kind of observation for any of the live actions, though, and that, I guess that would go for the CGI movies as well, is like, I think something they could definitely do to make um to make the the movie or, or TV series just better as a whole is kind of putting some of that more subtle humor like that. Like, you know, it's fucking stupid that Chris Power slams a zombie or Leon Roundhouse kicks a zombie or Chris punches a goddamn boulder while he's fighting a hella mutated Wesker in a volcano. Like, that shit is low key, like, really fucking funny, but they play it off so straight. And, like, I think mm. more of that would be what could work.
0: I think uh someone in the (laughs) server once said that resident evil has always had stupid moments even as games oh yeah Yeah, goodness me (laughs) for 25
2: years
1: (laughs) of course they have
2: but it's it's kind of capcom as a whole too is it's not like it's not in your face humor where everybody stops and laughs it's just it's so very subtle that (laughs) like cheesy like that again yeah it's cheesy like like i said you know Chris power slamming a zombie or punching a boulder in a volcano, but they play it so straight. And that's kind of what makes it funny. It's like, okay, this is ridiculous that Chris is able to do this, but it's funny. And it's even funnier because like, this is legitimately what's going on. It's not some power fantasy Chris is having, or because he's hopped up on the t buyers or something. This is just <laughs> something that he literally up to do just because he was going to have to face Wesker again. And it's so funny that you can't help but
7: to like it. It's, have you, it's all that upper body strength Chris has. Have you seen those arms? Those things are fucking machine guns. Basically, Vendela was like I'm sorry, (laughs) Ethan. No, but Vendela was
1: like walking and they were make (laughs) cry cuts and that's
5: the thing. I don't know what Chris did after Rockford Island, but apparently he got pretty pissed off that his sister got captured and was like, I ain't letting this happen again right time to hit the gym
7: yeah pretty much <laughs> well,
5: well thankf- then, black market gyms i suspect probably though because holy god
0: thankfully <laughs> for uh, dom he said that he wants to do a podcast for uh resident evil inaccuracies and some fallacies and uh, okay do
5: you have a
7: week
0: yeah that's gonna be <laughs> long i i just i just you see do- it coming
7: especially with him knowing how he doesn't like inconsistencies
0: Oh yes, we'll no, be here forever.
7: will be like yep. we'll be here for like
1: two hours, or even three. <laughs>
0: uh, for, per, uh, per per
1: oh, per game. Two, Jeez,
5: oh my god, be, that'd be a long one. You'd have to do that
3: carefully. Like, do you up. remember in Resident Evil One, second tree, Fucking <laughs> scene three, jail sandwich? <laughs> I mean I,
5: I did a I, I played um literally last night I, I played Resident Evil 8 on, on stream and I was even talking about with the, the whole scene uh where with Chris and Rebecca are uh, confronting Wesker in the labs uh, where he reveals the turret and there's so many things that make no sense why doesn't Chris do something about the gun he's right in his face why does the bullet not kill Rebecca I know she's got a bulletproof vest it's still absurd why does anything happen? Like, there's so many places you could go. Like, I, I could be here all day. Um, Here's so, anyone who's, anyone who's barking on that podcast, i a brave,
7: brave individual. Here's the <laughs> thing, the Resident Evil as a series has always been one that shouldn't and probably hasn't taken itself too seriously.
0: They try... Okay, I'll, I'll say this, like, to end my point there. They try to do it in the cutscenes and the story. Like, at RE5, you can clearly tell... With the actors and what's going on, and the same for RE6, they take this entire situation seriously, but narrative-wise, it's so ridiculous and outlandish that you're just like, um, yeah. Expensive disbelief. We're we're talking about a guy who nuked an entire town because he wanted to get a crumb of booty. Like...
5: (laughs) This is, this is the whole plot arc Simmons. of Simmons.
0: It's, I'm not it's a, kidding. It's a
5: bit TLDR, but uh, I suppose if
3: mean, you look at that Simmons way. Simmons is the ultimate evil. <laughs> Sim- I mean, yes, basically, but.
7: <laughs> you. Yep. Simmons
3: was just thirsty, so he decided
7: to nuke an entire city.
0: But but this is the ridiculous of the franchise. It's it's sometimes you get used to it, but other times I I don't think that you could take it seriously depending on how it's really structured.
7: And honestly, no. that's why, as fans, we we love the ridiculousness of this series. We're not meant to be, well, it's meant to be over the top, but it's not meant to be like taken super serious. Yeah, that's kind of I love.
1: That's kind of I love the Old Man Cry. The series don't they don't take themselves so seriously to the point where it's like, yeah, it happens, and not that's a bad thing because like when it does serious moments, they're actually done really well.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I got one final question for you guys before we uh, close out and do outros. Mm-hmm. Would you guys want a, grand, a grounded Resident Evil film? Like, no jokes, just completely straight up serious. I,
5: I, um, I don't know if you could do that. I, I would refer back to the Alone in the Dark film they did. If anyone's ever seen that, where that is what they pretty much did. They played it completely straight, and I don't think that was a very good film. So I don't see how that would work. It's well. Ueble, so is Ueball so no, no opening itself up for just so much ridicule in this day and age. I don't see how that works. Is
0: ball so no it wasn't that good?
5: No. <laughs> well, I mean I would I'm not gonna get drawn into that conversation, but not <laughs> I mean, not,
0: not on
3: not, not on record.
0: What about you, Bernie?
3: I don't know. I think that a full series uh recent evil film will be weird because basically some of the humor, like, even in, like, Nation, all of the cheesy one-liners of Leon, Mm. I I was like, all right, it's no logic that you're saying them, but I'm still laughing that he's saying them because you're going to need to have some humor. Like, having humor in characters like that is what makes them feel human. Like, feel like, hey, he's a real guy. Like, he's not just like, oh, I'm serious. I'm going to, like, kill zombies. No, he's just like, oh, damn, I got to kill zombies again. He feels like tired of all that shit. I I don't know. Having a a movie like in the way they have been played by now, it's perfect. They I don't think they need to change uh, much of the of the formula.
0: What about you, Des?
6: I feel the same way, honestly.
0: Well, like um, basically, it just doesn't work.
6: Like I I just I feel like. You know, I feel like we need characters that are. Like, what. Uh, I guess what you said. What someone said. Uh,
0: comic relief?
6: Yeah, we need the comic relief. Like, it just feels. It doesn't feel as super tense, like, the whole time. You know, it feels a little more relatable, I guess.
5: The thing is, they've been large in life characters. Some of these for, like, 15, 20 years. So to suddenly try and play it straight is like that. I, I don't I don't see how that works
0: on any level. I feel I like the.
7: Knock some people for
0: a loop. Okay, I feel like the only way to do something like that is to make a side series. Like, the only way and see how people like it. Because, I mean, uh, you were saying earlier, um, Black Shadow, that you wouldn't mind them trying like completely different things from the source material to make something new and interesting. It could be an interesting idea to someone else. It's just that a lot of people think it doesn't work because this franchise was built on a B movie horror. So you had characters like Barry, you had, you know, funny moments, you had bad voice acting. Uh, That would probably be an issue if they just took away that completely because some people will say this is the core of Resident Evil. You took away survival horror once to turn it into something else and you're also doing this with uh, the characters. So I don't know, but I still feel like maybe they should do like a side series. I wouldn't mind if they did it and it wasn't like main canon or anything.
5: Have you seen Resident Evil on
0: Netflix? uh well we don't know the tone of that yeah it it sounds ridiculous too <laughs> just to break
5: back to where we started uh
0: anyone else want to go on this we're going
5: back there. I'll good i'll break it um
1: for me oh you all you want to go or... oh okay
7: oh uh, no i got nothing Oh,
1: okay okay gotcha uh for me i it kind of really depends like I wouldn't mind a ground Resident Evil movie. Like, I'd actually be down for it. Like, um, like, the whole movie is pretty serious most of the time. Like, they crack a couple, few jokes there and there, you know, um, the characters, you know. But it's like it has this really tense and foreboding atmosphere, and you really don't know what's gonna happen with these characters. And I think what they should just do is use entirely new characters as opposed to like established characters, like um, Chris or Jill, for instance. Like, you know, use some. Brandon jokes from well, I don't know, like I have a priest having to like, you know, discover these horrors in this house stuff like that, like I wouldn't I think that'd be really neat to see, honestly.
0: You mean in terms of the serious see, tone? You...
1: Huh? You mean what in I mean? terms
0: of the serious tone or what were you getting at with that one?
1: Uh like I mean they can do a serious tone, but I think they should just do it like I think you do it with like don't do it as an established character. More so, do it like you know, an entirely new character. I think, which I think that would work a lot better than you know, just using an established character. But that's just
5: me. So, so you don't know what's gonna happen. Who might survive? Who might not survive? That sort of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah I, exactly. I yeah. think I think to set up that it would be better instead of. Because you can have it like a side character and you can kill them off and do whatever you want with that if they were serious. It's like, eh, whatever, or make somebody care. I mean, I will say Pierce was a very serious character and they killed him off and some people cared about it. It just Mm -hmm. depends on what they do, but I I think tonally that will probably be better for a sub-series because they would be doing something also new in the process of building on that. Yeah. I would say so. Anyone else before we, uh... Go to outros and wrap up here. I'll take it. Good.
7: All right. So if they did, if they did do a live-action grounded series for Resident Evil, they should, yeah, just do it like everyone says. Make it with characters that we don't know, new, brand new characters that no one's ever heard of. Build them up and make the setting kind of like Outbreak in a sense. Make it like it's just this group of people trying to survive. Have moments nice. where they have moments where they just calm down, tell some jokes, provide some comic relief.
0: But we're going for seriousness, like so yeah. Someone said that in chat mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Is this Walking yeah. Dead or you know? So for seriousness, mm-hmm. I don't think they would be making jokes.
7: Well, not all the time, but you know. But if it's if it's oh, completely yeah. serious and dark, then that's fine too. Yeah. I know if know it, 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 it works. Yeah, oh, yeah, as long as it works. As long as. You have a crew and a director who know the source material, who know what they're doing, who know how to implement it correctly, then it'd be
3: fine.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I can I can make the zombies not feel like chumps when I shoot them. Or, <laughs> you know what I want to see in a movie? I want to see crimson heads. Never seen that yes. before. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, crimson heads. Yeah. And yes. Bring back the philosophy of the running zombie. I, I wouldn't mind.
7: Dawn of the Dead did it.
0: Oh yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. and uh, I guess. Well, they're not really zombies, so to speak, quote unquote. But twenty-eight days later. Yeah, yep. it's close
5: enough. It'll do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it'll suffice.
0: <laughs> All right, so we are going to wind down and uh, do our outros here. So, Dirty Dan, where can we find you on social media?
7: You can find me mostly on Twitter at the Dirty Dan triple underscore, and also on YouTube at the Dirty Dan where I haven't really uploaded much lately, but hopefully that changes soon. Arlena?
4: Alright, well you guys can find me on Twitter, at CabrinaK, where I post a lot of video game related or even some Dungeons and Dragons uh, related content, and of course keep an eye out for my Twitter for a announcement that I will have, hopefully by Monday. You can find me on YouTube at Arlena Bloodgrave, and you can also find me on Twitch at Arlena Bloodgrave.
0: Deadman, where can we find you?
2: You can find me on YouTube at Deadman Gaming. As I said, I do gaming wins, and um, I am also on Twitter at Deadman Gaming Thirteen. I generally just do shit posts and retweets, but <laughs> occasionally I have a few <laughs> good gems. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it's there for, right?
0: <laughs> Des, where can we find you?
6: Um, you can find me at twitch.com slash VersaVulture24. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter uh, at Desiree underscore Veronica. And that's that's pretty much where I'm active the most.
0: Awesome. Bernie, where can we find you, dude?
3: You can find me mostly at twitch.tv slash Bernian. B- where I stream some of days, but mostly in Spanish, but you can hop on and say hi, no problem <laughs> you, can a- you can also find me on twitter.com or at Carmbay, where I say weird shit sometimes you can also find me on my OnlyFans at- no, that's <laughs> 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 that one's a lie that one- <laughs> that's not true, that one's a lie a new member
7: with an OnlyFans, what?
3: <laughs> oh. Oh. no comment Oh, my. those are mostly my places twitch and twitter you forgot to plug
0: uh, the only fans of Mr. X you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. still walking around in that speedo oh, no.
5: god don't remind me I've played enough outbreak
0: in my time <laughs> alright black... black shadow where can we find you
5: uh, Yeah, you can find me on uh, twitch uh, slash uh, black underscore slash. Ugh, say it correctly eventually Black underscore shadow underscore 993, as well as on my YouTube uh, slash Black Shadow 993 with links to my Twitter, Discord, Patreon, all the rest of it. There's plenty much going on.
0: Andre, where can we find you, buddy?
1: Um, you can find me at Twitter at AndreBvenom. Um, I do have a YouTube. I don't really do much, but I'm actually thinking maybe posting videos one day, you know? Like, and yeah, that's all.
0: Alright, and you can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative, Twitter at Ren Operative underscore. Uh, all my links are in the uh, Twitter bio, so if you want to <laughs> find me everywhere else, you should be able to do so. I think tomorrow we are doing a- another podcast on Spider Man, and we are also announcing the fact that we are going to probably do a consistent streaming schedule for like you know events or maybe recordings or stuff like that uh it's going to be friday at 7 p.m edt game nights and that's going to be game nights movie nights sometimes we shift around and then there's going to be sunday for podcast which is going to be at 7 p.m eastern standard time uh so hopefully this works out for everyone uh hopefully we do more interesting discussions like this in the future and we will see you guys later out there in twitch and youtube land hopefully you have a good time be safe and once again we will see you later